The Attorney General Office has not yet confirmed that Dana Nessel will be slowly roasting and then devouring lawyers that are pursuing legal options in the court of law in an allegedly free nation, but they are considering some menu options, such as lawyer on a stick, crap on a stick, which is the same, uh, liar on a stick, and lawyer kebab, which seems a little too obviously vindictive to me, but you know, whatever. They are also considering such options as lawyer burger and Prime Republican rib. That one seems a little sus too. Um, <clears throat> as Attorney General, Dana Nessel was drooling over the menu. She was heard saying to the press that there was, quote, no political interest in these actions. Then muttering under her breath, quote, I'll find a way to get these Republicans out of Michigan. When asked for a comment on whether Nessel would be pursuing action in court for the offense, respecting the separation of powers, or whether she would go the Gretsch route and use executive power to punish political opponents, the office immediately responded, quote, You have wrong number, do not call again, and promptly hung up. In other news, the state will fix your brain, or they'll spend all your money trying. I'm super excited to have my brain fixed, and I'm glad bipartisan support went to the government watchdogs that are going to fix my brain. Please don't beat me, sir. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Holmes Politicast. All right, we got a lot to get to today. Um, First of all, yes, I am aware it's Monday. Yes, I am aware that I'm supposed to be doing this Friday, but I just didn't have time Friday uh, or last Friday. And um, yeah, I I made this big push. I was going to make this big push to make this, you know, a company and try and make this productive. But you know what? I decided uh, with my fiance's, you know, counsel and my decision that we would be better off just leaving this as a as a project. So, you know, I, I do it when I can. It's my hobby. Uh, I want to inform you guys. I want to try and be consistent and keep up on it. But I just want to let you know where I'm at and where, uh, you know, all this is going just for some of the listeners out there. But uh, and this was a decision made a while ago. Uh, I'm just now bringing it, you know, out into the 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 open here but uh yeah so that's why i'm not on like every week because time with my fiance is more important than uh arguing with idiots on the internet um and you know trying to change the world but you know i can do small stuff like you know here um changing my community so we're gonna be focusing on that or at least i am uh but not to neglect the national stories totally uh, I'll obviously be talking about stuff that's going on there, but, um, so first off, I wanted to cover this, this, uh, Dana Nessel thing. Uh, so it was in the, okay, it's in the free press and this, so this article is just so snide about everything. All right. So first off, I, I obviously, uh, I changed the article and I actually described the article probably more accurately than the free press here did. Um, this is just awful journalism. Uh, so Dana Nessel is seeking sanctions against, uh, or she suggests sanctions um, for election conspiracy lawyers, as she calls them. Now, to be a conspiracy, uh there has to be so first of all that's vague what does election conspiracy lawyers mean uh well specifically she 
she kind of refers to, um, let's see, in this article, she refers to, or the article says she's focused on a lawsuit filed by Sidney Powell. So the assumption is that if a lawyer brings a lawsuit to court for a Republican seeking the judicial branch's decision on a certain issue that is in dispute between the two parties that she has the authority to sanction that lawyer. Now that is absolutely crazy in a free country and that should be the headline, the Detroit free press. I mean, I could easily give them a headline. Um, Attorney general seeks sanctions uh, against lawyers, like something ambiguous like that, uh, that doesn't totally show your bias. Um, Listen to this article. Are you ready? Trump mean tweets nestle after AG suggests sanctions for election conspiracy lawyers. Of course he did. Detroit Free Press. Of course he did. And just it, it's ridiculous making that the headline rather than this Democrat is doing something. She's not following the separation of powers. Um, the article mentioned the... Give me a second to find it. Um, do, 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 do. I might cut this out. I don't know. Maybe I'll just let you guys listen to me finding it. I'm I'm wanting to go live pretty soon. Um, so eventually I'm gonna have to actually do this um live. I'm gonna have to have all this lined up. So. All right, so I was mistaken. I don't think the article actually mentions that they're going to bring it either to court. Um, I, <clears throat> I'm fairly certain I saw something about some kind of uh, committee that they were going to bring it before. But uh, just the, the entire idea of this is ridiculous. Like, um, they brought a lawsuit into court. And I knew when they brought the lawsuit into court that it wasn't going anywhere because they had to bring proof. Now, uh, the Detroit Free Press obviously does a, a glowing interview with uh, Dana Nessel, you know, touting uh, all of her um, constitutional brilliance and, you know, why she's right and, you know, all this stuff. Um, I would actually recommend you read that because it's it's kind of gross. Uh, David Boucher, I won't suggest any, any uh, nicknames for this guy, but <clears throat> um, so... The first question, I, I guess it's it's not David. It's not the question isn't labeled David, but I don't. He's probably involved. Um, uh, let's see. In reading the order from the court last night, the court stated that the motion is quote denied for lack of standing under Article Three of the Constitution. What does it mean? Um, and Nessel says essentially that there was no injury suffered to the state of Texas on account of anything that we did here in the state of Michigan. They had no standing to actually make these complaints in the first place in a court of original jurisdiction and original jurisdiction. You know, all the case law indicate that it should be used sparingly. These cases are few and far between where you have a state sue another state and they can begin that case or it's filed in the U S Supreme court. Um, so essentially right off the bat, she, she's just, she's dumb. Um, there was no proof that there was an injury suffered to the state of Texas because of something we did here in Michigan. The allegation was 
that by changing a bunch of the rules, by opening the state up to the possibility of election, that you have disenfranchised Texas Texan voters who held a secure election where there was no irregularities, where there was no people pulling uh, ballots out from underneath tables and um, where there was no uh, people taping up windows um, so that uh, poll watchers couldn't see. Like, it's ridiculous. And we're going to get into the, the media and their credibility and why, obviously, these people are not credible at all. But, I mean, they're even admitting it. They're they're even looking at, you know, their population. And they're like, why doesn't anybody trust us? So we'll get into that later. But the point I'm trying to make now is that Dana Nessel has absolutely no right to bring any sanctions against a political party that feels that they have been wronged. And this is ridiculous. Seeking sanctions specifically against uh, Sidney Powell for claiming that these irregularities uh, led to fraud in court. Like, the courts obviously ruled that there wasn't the evidence there. So... It, they didn't rule that it didn't happen. So Dana Nessel assuming that, oh, it didn't happen because there's no evidence. Well, that's that's faulty logic right from the get-go. This woman can't think at all. Um, and it, it, it really doesn't end there. I, I could go on uh, for quite a while about Dana Nessel's um, many incompetencies, but uh, we need to move on. So just know that, you know, this is what your uh, attorney general is doing. We'll keep you updated on this. Um I, I got a statement actually from their office that said that uh, their their scum, you know, their scum lawyers are going to be uh, deciding which legal options they can pursue. I'm sure they're scouring the laws for any anything they can possibly use to get into Sidney Powell on anything. So uh, we'll see where that goes. I know there was a mention of an executive branch, you know, uh, one of those alphabet, alphabet uh, agencies. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, the deep state. Um, one of them was involved. We'll see if she decides to do that, go that extremely unconstitutional route, or if she decides to let the courts decide as to whether or not there was any laws violated in even bringing these lawsuits. I mean, because that would be the reasonable thing, right? So, uh, reasonable people like courts deciding, you know, if something is legal or illegal, um, unreasonable people will use their own power and their own executive branch to, um, just legislate and then execute any law they want. So we'll see where this goes. Um, starting the show with a bit of doom and gloom there. Sorry about that. All right, we're going to move into something a little bit happier now. Uh, calls for Governor Whitmer to declare martial law. Um, they're, they're ironic calls, actually. Uh, so coming from the Detroit Free Press. or No, 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 no. Not the Detroit Free Press. <laughs> they wouldn't print anything ironically at Democrats. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so this is from the Detroit News, um, obviously a right-leaning paper. Um, Dennis Lennox is the uh, author. Go ahead and follow him on Twitter. Um, keep up with what he's writing. But he writes, It is time for Michigan's governor to declare martial law. After all, Governor Gretchen Whitmer refused to rule out any such to rule out such a declaration during a recent interview, martial law would at least give some element of certainty to a wide range to the wide ranging actions taken by Whitmer in response to the pandemic caused by the novel coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Right now, many Michigan residents, including business owners targeted by restrictions or closures, are living or doing business in de facto state of martial law, in a de facto state of martial law. 
The only thing that is missing is the formal declaration itself. Without martial law, the Democratic governor's actions have been seen by some as legally suspect at best and deeply unconstitutional at worst. Um, All right, so I am definitely against her taking martial law just to be you know totally frank uh enacting martial law would not be fun the article goes on to say just look at the number of churches that canceled after state authorities made it a crime for 250 or more michigan michiganians no it's michiganders i get it right detroit news michiganians all right i'm sorry that's the only criticism i can actually find (laughs) uh it's michiganders and everybody knows it. All right. So more 20, 20, 50 more Michiganders to assemble together. Of course, the restriction was arbitrary and it it was and is absurd to claim that 249 people are somehow safer than 251. The fact that spiritual authorities close churches out of deference to the orders of temporary or temporal authorities is also troubling, especially when you consider that houses of worship stayed open during the Black Death and countless other plagues, wars, conflicts, eras of tumult, and times of panic. The fact that some bishops, priests, ministers, pastors, and other clergymen of several denominations have been complicit is even more outrageous. So I would definitely tend to agree with the tone and tenor of everything in this article, and I would actually go on to include... um, business owners that have gone along with it. I, I've been very vocal in uh, commending business owners that have said, you know what, I'm not going with these stupid restrictions. I'm not going to shut down my business. I'm not going to um, lose my entire life savings just for this maniacal, crazy person's ego to be soothed. So obviously uh, great, great reporter to follow. Um, and I think we're going to move on a little bit to Detroit Free Press fear-mongering as usual. Oh, it's great having these people try and just scare the crap out of us. So um, you don't really need to look at this article. I mean, it's just a bunch of pictures of, oh, there's alpacas. I mean, maybe if you want to see alpacas. There's there's people in masks bringing alpacas to a window, ostensibly, I don't know, to visit um, grandparents. I don't know. The grandma and grandpa alpaca are uh, locked in the nursing home. They can't they can't visit, but they can see each other through the window. So that's nice. Um, always love to see alpacas. Uh, oh, there's some there's some black students graduating and posing for the white lady to take their picture. Uh, that's that's interesting. Oh, a a a twelve year old laying on her bed. That's all right. So I have no idea what some of these. Uh, some of these pictures have to do with coronavirus or being it's it's weird it's it's just a lot of interesting you know i'm i might just do a slide i'm gonna i'm gonna actually okay so on on youtube there's gonna be a slideshow of these pictures i'm gonna save them all and uh while i'm talking about them okay so here we go picture number one um person person in a mask uh let's see uh hand many hand many hands on the shoulder okay four hands on the shoulder um, looks like, I don't know, maybe two, two, three different people. Um, and then just clutching her chest, looking down. Um, okay. Let's see what the caption is. Okay. Wayne County family has been in isolation for nearly two weeks since their son tested. Oh, wait, that's, that was their son. Uh, they, yeah, maybe that was a boy. Okay. Uh, I can't tell with the mask on. 
Um, coronavirus after returning from a college trip to Spain. Oh, oh, geez, he's that's a college boy. Oh, uh, sorry, dude. Hey, <laughs> uh, they are speaking out to help calm fears, but want their identities withheld to protect their privacy. To help calm fears, um, in isolation. What uh, was he like? Symptomatic? He doesn't look like he's dying. I don't know. Help calm fears. Okay, so don't be afraid of the virus. This kid's fine. Um, college kid doesn't make, you know, makes sense. They haven't been really seeing. Okay. Uh, next, next picture. People grab. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I gotta, I gotta caption it first. I'm going to caption it. All right. So actually, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm not going to do this on the show. Uh, we're going to make this a special edition. Um, I'm going to save this article. Uh, I'm going to go through it with Jim and we're going to play a game. Uh, we're going to caption every single one of these pictures, um, ourselves. And then we're going to read the the pictures and the captions that we have and then the captions that oh my goodness there's a lot of them this will actually take a while so um share share that with your friends that's going to be a fun event um i'll put it up as a live stream um on facebook and we'll share um all this stuff uh oh oh it includes social justice pictures oh this is going to be fun oh man okay so that is uh, coming up. Oh, so I'm doing a show with Jim on the 30th. Uh, yes, which is two days from now. Uh, so we will be doing that then. Uh, so I'm just going to click out of that. <clears throat> okay. Um, in other news, a uh, bill to force investigation of psychiatric deaths passes house awaits Whitmer's signature. So this was the other uh, article, actually, that I was, I was referring to in the opening. Um, I actually just had a conversation with a friend of mine and my sister about uh, psychology and all that stuff. So this this is an interesting um, interesting topic to me, uh, and now it's in law. So this bill would require state watchdogs. I love that term, state watchdogs. Yes, give them power. Uh, to investigate the sudden deaths of psychiatric patients shortly after being discharged from hospitals unanimously passed in the Michigan House after unanimously passing in the Michigan Senate in October. So, um, this bill, well, obviously people dying after being discharged from the hospital or killing themselves um, is a bad thing. I think... So I'm not going to read this article. I'm just going to talk about it because um, I do have other things I need to get done and it's all time for me to go work. So uh, I think so we go about this treating mental illnesses the wrong way. And um, I was talking about this with with Jay. Uh, I'll bleep that out. Um, I was talking about this with the the guy um, that I had over. And um, so I mentioned that like, we try and deal with the symptoms of mental illnesses. We don't try and get to the root cause. The root cause, this isn't a popular opinion, but the root cause is sin. Sin is what drives our guilt. Um, it drives our sense of worthlessness, um, our sense of depressions, our senses of um, not being good enough. Like These are all real things. These are real problems. And just saying, just saying opposite. Like when you're when your soul is telling you you're not worth anything or that you have done something bad, uh, especially if you like like you've hurt somebody. You say you punch somebody in the face. Your your conscience is telling you you've done something bad. You don't want to suppress that. Well, when your conscience is told continually telling you you're down about something, 
and you just say the opposite. Well, no, that's not true. Well, maybe there is a problem. Maybe there really is an underlying condition and you're just ignoring it. So I think that's why a lot of these new age um, psychiatric wards are failing. I mean, they're they're failing in the same way that uh, the they failed in the 50s. In the 50s, they thought straitjackets and drugs, that'll fix them. Now they're thinking, all right, uh, positive, positive images and uh, self-love. And, you know, it's just not doing it. How long are we going to keep letting these people die before we try something else, before we try actually addressing the issue, the thing that is causing all of the depression? And then, you know, maybe we'll get somewhere on this. So that's, that's what I have to offer um, for the world. That's just my opinion. Um, it, it has been tested it's been pretty pretty well tested um you know repenting of your sins and turning to god um generally does help with guilt you know talking talking about him with it um helps as well after after you've already become you know after you've already repented you know the, the guilt comes back it always does um but that is i believe the only way to deal with your guilt um uh, to deal with the shame uh that comes along with being a sinner so uh, people can say differently. They can contrast all they want. They can say, you know, oh, well, you no, know, you are really worth something. You are, you need self-love. Uh, but that's not true. They need repentance. They need to be delivered from their sins. Okay. End of my religious rant. Um, so, uh, n- so this is something I talked about a little bit on MeWe. Um, so probably nobody saw it. But, uh so two GOP canvassers I talked about a little bit. They were harassed. They were threatened. They they received text messages. One lady, um, a former Michigan resident, was actually arrested by the FBI um, after sending a new dead woman to, um, what was her name? Mallory? No. I don't remember her name, and I can't find it immediately. But the... I, I so I said I mentioned that one one uh sorry I mentioned that one outlet um had said that uh there was media trying to get pictures of them as they were moving to the safe house and stuff like that. Uh I haven't made any progress on that one so far. So uh I'm sorry about that. Um please forgive me. I'll do better. Okay. So an interesting story that uh I didn't see in any of our local news. I wonder why. You'll see in a second. All right. So the city of Detroit countersues Black Lives Matter protesters. Hmm. Why am I not seeing that in the local news? Yeah. Okay. So a uh, picture here. Oh, it's this is uh, this is from uh, Dan Bongino, which uh, he was former former um, guy that protects the president. Secret Service. Former Secret Service. Uh, former cop. Um, now does a news podcast, uh, is, is actually a really good source of news. Um, he's, he's a Republican, so I check everything that, that he puts out, but, um, the city of Detroit countersues Black Lives Matter protesters, alleging the group incited riots and destroyed public property. This comes after the city themselves had been sued by BLM protesters, uh, Detroit's suit alleges that demonstrators who participated in the racial justice protests this summer were part of a, quote, civil conspiracy, end quote, in which they attempted to, quote, disturb the peace, engage in disorderly conduct, incite riots, destroy public property. There's a comma, and but an end, end quote as well. 
and then it goes on and resist police orders among other quote illegal acts the suit was filed in september about a month after activists filed their own suit alleging detroit police officers quote repeatedly responded with violence end quote according to the intercept now we all know that the media was pushing that all of these all of these incidents were peaceful that the they you know the, they were the mostly peaceful riots the mostly peaceful burning of detroit uh, the mostly peaceful uh, destruction of many neighborhoods and businesses. But uh, regardless of that, I, I've seen th- the story here isn't actually um, Detroit countersuing because uh, I would definitely do that too. The story here is that it, where is it? The Detroit Free Press, not a thing. Uh, maybe the Detroit News. I actually didn't look at the Detroit News. I, I checked all the liberal ones. Not a peep. Not one word about Black Lives Matter being sued. So that's where your media is. Um, and uh, speaking of media, <laughs> so click on Detroit. Flashpoint 12, 27, 20. Roundtable discussion with journalists on restoring trust in the media. Watch Flashpoint. Okay. Oh, so, so, okay. Yeah. I don't know what Flash. Flashpoint is an ABC program, I think. Anyway. So Detroit's Detroit Sunday's episode of Flashpoint featured a roundtable discussion with journalists about restoring trust in the media. I wonder why that's necessary. Gary Miles, editor and publisher of the Detroit News, Chastity Pratt, Education Bureau Chief, Wall Street Journal, Guy Gordon, host of the Guy Gordon Show on WJR, and Nancy Kaffer, columnist and a member of the Detroit Free Press's editorial board. They were all involved. Um, the The videos are up here. Um, so I can't actually, you know what? I, I will p- play portions of the video. I didn't realize that this was only videos. Um, I saved it and I was like, all right, I'm going to read through this later. So, uh, when we go through, we, I'll probably talk about this with Jim because this is another one that, uh, yeah, I just, I wanted to bring it up, bring it to light, um, talk about it later. So a little bit shorter of a show for me today because, uh, as I said, I do have, um, a a few other things to take care of uh before work and so i want to wish you all a great week guys tune in on wednesday to catch me and jim together uh we're just going to talk over the year talk about what's been going on politics uh all that fun stuff so thank you guys so much for listening i will see you on wednesday have a great week (music) 